What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show what up what up what up welcome back to lockdown universe some of the bizarre peculiar and unheard of stories of ufo legend and lore welcome back welcome back happy to be back hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves so today, I always come across really interesting stories, and whenever I do, I make them into podcasts. So this one is none other than very, very fascinating. Um, it t- we're going to talk today a little bit about the Icelandic elves that have been in their mythology and lore for years. Now, this is not just some, you know, Thor is the god of thunder type thing and, and, and you know, Greek mythology. This is what their 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 entire population believes in so they believe in what are called the hidden people or elves or in their language they're called the 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 hold of hold of um they're supernatural beings that live in nature uh, they look and behave similarly to humans and they also live in a parallel world so that's really fascinating. They can make themselves visible at their will. So they don't have to be bound by our logic, our reasoning, our physics. They can come in, into our dimension and be seen by individuals on our realm when they feel it's appropriate. Um, now, this legend goes back centuries. Um, there's a uh, 19th century Icelandic folklore um, that... The, the term elves actually came from um, and it's reported that at least 60% of the population of Iceland believe in these elves and believe that they are real to this very day even in the 2022s you know so there you go and happy new year by the way so uh, let's let's go to the origins here so in the origin stories um, we hear about these little creatures coming up from the ground okay and because of that there are certain locations in Iceland where the Icelanders will not touch meaning there's rocks there's holes there's certain boulders and certain uh, geographical locations that are basically off limits because they feel that those are where uh, the elves reside that's where the elves come out from and that they are not to disturb them that they want to live in harmony with them and uh, be successful in these uh, in these basically their give and take so you know if you drive in america at least you know maybe in other countries if you're driving past some houses you might see some gnomes and the gnomes really kind of come from the icelandic lore of the elves so you know we have gnomes here all over the place people have got them got entire gnome gardens you know in their backyard 
that's not uncommon at all. So uh, it's very popular here in America, although I don't know as if there's very many Americans that believe that elves exist here in, in our country. And they might be popular in other countries as well. So let's go to the folklore there. Um, they actually have four Icelandic holidays that are considered to be to have a special connection with the hidden people. One of them is New Year's Eve, which we just celebrated, which I, I thought was interesting. The other one is the 13th night, which is January 6th. And then they have Midsummer's Night and Christmas Night. Now, it's interesting that Christmas Night is associated with elves, right? Because in, in America, we celebrate Santa Claus, and he has a tradition of dealing with elves. Uh, and in Iceland, it's, it's probably uh, along the same lines as well. So there are many Icelandic folktales about elves and hidden people invading Icelandic farmhouses during Christmas and holding wild parties. It's customary in Iceland to clean the house before Christmas and to leave food for the folk on Christmas. On New Year's Eve, it's believed that these elves move to new, lo new locations and Icelanders leave candles to help them find their way. On Midsummer Night, folklore states that if you sit at a crossroads, elves will attempt to seduce you with food and gifts. There are grave consequences for being seduced by their offers, but great rewards for resisting. It sounds like a good way to get kids to just follow the rules, right? Kind of like Santa Claus. Um, so, a fascinating phenomenon. Um, there's, there's a lot more to it here. Um, I want to go to, actually, I'm going to pull up this uh, really interesting article from National Geographic. Um, they actually did an, art, an entire article on this topic and interviewed people and talked about it. So they actually went to the, uh, they went to Iceland in 2013, it looks like here. And uh, they went to a city called Reykjavik. And uh, <clears throat> they spoke with uh, one of the famous Icelandic singer-songwriters there. I am going to kill that name. That's a whole, that's a tough name to talk to to speak of, but apparently it's is there. It's Joe Frior Akadotter. Um so they were a big rock band. Um and so he he discusses their uh his encounter with an elf actually. So he stated that um they would play in a field between apartment buildings in Reykjavik, uh which is the city. And there was one rock that was bigger than all the other ones that towered over the field. They were certain that it was an elf rock, and you shouldn't disturb the elves. It was twice his size, and with some struggle, he managed to get up there. His friends warned him that it was a bad idea, and then as, as soon as he was on top of it, he jumped down and landed a bit uh, on the side of his mouth. So he actually had some blood coming out, and he ran home crying, and he stated he would never touch that rock again. Interestingly enough, he got injured when his friends told him not to go up there and do it. So there you go, right? I mean, it's it's almost sometimes there are times in the paranormal uh, genre where people have come together and actually created an entity out of nothing. They actually did an experiment on this. I think it was back in the 70s where they had like five or six people come together and create uh, an entity and out of their sheer will. And this entity was causing all kinds of havoc and that kind of thing. So... Um, it depends on how much power you give something. 
you know if you give something a ton of power then you may be taken for a ride um but this this rock star story is hardly unique iceland's country is riddled with stories of elves smaller human-like creatures with pointy ears and that they are actually interdimensional the fairies that you're thinking about like tinkerbell and that they state that you're not that far off they're very similar to like tinkerbell like creatures or like gnome like creatures they're believed to be peaceful creatures according to this article and coexist alongside humans and in indulging in the same day-to-day -day activities like fishing and farming raising families and if the legends legends are of any indication occasionally lending a helping hand to humans who otherwise would die without their intervention so that's really interesting. But yeah, like I said, there's 60, 62% of current Icelanders believe that they are, are real. <coughs> Here's another story. Uh, one Icelander states that one night her mother woke up to see um, doctors that had come into her room uh, that were going to start treating her grandmother. She, was, she had terminally ill cancer um, and was on her way out. She was, she was dying. But... This mother grew up on an Icelandic farm and had invisible playmates that other children could not see. Okay, When these doctors came into her room, no one else could see them either. She was following the conversation of the nurse and the two doctors, and they were talking amongst, amongst each other. And one of the doctors said, well, I think this is going to be okay. And my mother was kind of relieved and went back to sleep. In the morning, she asked her grandmother, did you speak with the doctors last night? And her grandmother said, what doctors? There were no doctors here. So it seems as though there was either angels or if they were in Iceland, they were these elves uh, that had come into their room that were discussing her, her condition and stating that she was going to be okay. So it's just fascinating to me that, you know, no matter where you go in this world, there's fascinating little pieces of lore that you can pick up on, learn about, and then add to the repertoire of your alien, UFO, paranormal picture, uh, conspiracy talk, whatever you want to talk about. But it's, it's it adds to the, the mystery and the beauty of this uh, phenomenon and genre that we're in, the sci-fi, sci-fact, uh, paranormal, alien, conspiracy theory uh, type of... Uh, podcast that we talk about here um so what's interesting is they talk about how iceland was really very isolated for a very long period of time um that allowed them to keep their culture very structured and very intact up until about 1950 i believe it was uh 1941 um was when the American army invaded Iceland. And they stated that that then we had the enlightenment and it began cleaning the elves away. So they stated that um, enlightenment, quote-unquote, from the American army cleared out the belief in elves down to 60% because it had, it had been up in close to the 90s before. But now with the quote-unquote enlightenment that the American army had brought, a lot of elf beliefs has died out. Kind of like the Santa Claus movie, right? Where he needs people to believe in him, otherwise he starts dying type thing. Um, 
these elves also need belief, otherwise it, it seems as though they go into hiding and they have less need to come out. Um, but a lot of Icelanders believe that they have their own little homes. Um, some of them they have seen that are out outside, out and about in a more of a forested area, and others they believe are underneath in the ground. Um, now what's interesting is, even if you don't believe this story about elves and uh, in Iceland, we do have similar stories here in America with the Native Americans discussing their encounters with the star people and also with a blue, small, short-statured uh, species um, that was in the New Mexico and Arizona area um, that hid in caves. So if you think that, that this elf story from you know, uh, Iceland is, you know, kind of ridiculous just think about the native americans and how how much they have their history detailed with uh, cave drawings with stories of the star people that continue to this very day and it's it's very fascinating it's very it's, they the thing about native americans is, is that they're very truthful and honest people and so you know when they talk about their history they talk about their past they they're translating their truth to us here in the 21st century, um, so it's it's something to take seriously, in my opinion. So uh, you know what's interesting about Iceland too is that they were very isolated as well, up until 1940, 50. So their their population was able to hold on to their history that long, uh, and it, it continues to this day. Um, so. There's much uh, artwork that's done um, that has uh, elves inside of it. Um, they talk about magical thinking uh, and, and how it's part of their culture. Uh, let's see, population of about 340,000 people uh, in the Reykjavik area. Um, all believe in it. They have elf parties. They have elf holidays. Um, and the way they see it is, is, um, they believe that elves or hidden people are not only part of their current culture, but it's part of their cu cultural heritage. And, you know, when you think about culture and heritage, you have to believe in the people that, t that brought information to you from the past. Think about this for a moment. Think about just on our planet alone, how many populations have kind of come and gone. Uh, you think about the Canadian native natives uh, who lived there. Many of them died off during French wars. In America, many, many Native Americans were killed during, during those, uh, those revolutionary wars. Um, and there's very few left. So think about how elves, they may be another species that is native to this planet, or they may not be. And if they are native to this planet, then they might have just bunkered in and went down underneath uh, the surface of the planet down, down in Iceland. Or they could have just left uh, back to their home planet, or you know, vice, you know, vice versa. There might have been some that stayed and some that left. So when we think about this, we can think about how there's many alien cultures who have made Earth their home. Uh, we've talked about reptilians, we've talked about greys, we've talked about tall whites, we've talked about um, we've talked about Nordics, although I don't believe that they've made 
earth their home per se, um, but they are protecting it uh, in many ways. Um, and then there's plenty of other farmer, genetic farmer races out there that are trying to take advantage of Earth's diverse population and diverse animal uh, population as well as plant population and vegetation. So uh, it's, it's a fascinating topic. It really is. Um, I think that there's a lot to unpack and a lot to uncover um, with the Iceland elves, but I'm going to leave it there. Um, I hope you enjoyed just hearing a little bit about it, a little bit about their history, um, and kind of where these stories come from and how they can blossom into stories in other countries as well and how our heritage plays a humongous role in our understanding of where we came from and where these stories originate. So hopefully you guys are enjoying your evening. Hopefully you guys are taking care of your family, your friends, your loved ones, and taking care of yourselves, of course, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Move into 2022 with peace, love, and tranquility, and take care of yourselves. Lockdown Universe out.